Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Horns up talking Texas podcast. The boys are giddy. Josh Fisher, Alexander, Toss me the Rockopolis, DJ Nikki Snacks Crowder, and the Quan Cosby. Get your horns up, cuz here we go. Horns up, talking Texas podcast, 49 zip nuts on the bump. We absolutely dominated spit roast to the Oklahoma Sooners. I was in the stands. It was so out of hand. I threw in a like a, a fat tobacco lip in the third quarter. My mom didn't even say anything. It was that <laughs> it was that it was that epic of a game. It was literally the best moment of my life. Quan was on the sideline with the little Quan sandwich, the bread pieces, CDC and uh, Mr. Matthew McConaughey. That was cool. I, I was trying to text you, Q. During, first of all, if you don't have AT&T, they penalize you in the cotton really? ball. Dude, I could not text anybody. I'm trying to take, I tried, I was like, Hey, where are you? See? Cause I was looking around. I knew your seats. I knew you were going to be like with, uh, with CDC or somebody in, in the, but I don't know where the boxes are. And like, and it's like, it's an old school stadium. Right. Yeah. So you're pretty much so, in the mix. And then I yeah, looked down the boxes to this. Are no, it, he, they were in the box and I didn't like it. That's why he stood down there the most time. I actually was on the, I was in section maybe six or seven okay. about the 45 and um, dude, actually no, the 50, because I was four people from these, trash talking not for long oklahoma folks and um and, and about by row, row 40 or something like that so it was it was nice mm. i was just in the edge of the shade it mm. could not get better than that it was freaking awesome i hey. do not know how cdc wears that dang suit and i heat all day crazy the suit's tough i wore pantaloons i'm not gonna lie but uh i was also in the shade which is which is really nice and i think i would i wasn't gonna wear sunscreen regardless but it was it was it was a nice boat last year i was roasted you could see i sent you all panorama by like that was by the end of the game but really by the third quarter halfway through once they knew it was over and once our defense smelled blood in the water and was going for a shutout then they started evacuating the dance floor. It was really no red in sight. And by the time we had gotten out, by the time I was at the fair for hour one of hour five, I don't know. I got to stop going with first timers to this game because I got suckered into like six hour fair excursions. <laughs> I had two helpings of fried butter and you had to roll me out of there. I was at home before you left the fair. Yeah. And, and, home in Austin, yeah. not, not at your hotel and home in Austin. And I'm still like, I'm like, okay, like I can't eat a third turkey leg. I will if you put it in front of me. But I mean, the food was, the food tasted better than it did last year. Everything felt great. Uh, you know, and not even because we shut them out in a miraculous fashion for the first time, literally since Vietnam, like we said last time, which is crazy. 
our offense looked like we imagined it to be when we hired Coach Sarkeesian. And nothing against Hudson Carr, who, quite frankly, is probably a top 25 starting QB. I mean, there's guys that are coming up on the bench. There's red shirts that are coming in. But as far as guys that could start for a top 25 program, I mean, you could throw Hudson Card, of course, in the mix. And for a good one at that. Quinn Ewers, our playbook with him, there is nothing that he cannot dial up. Even improvising on the run, getting the ball, we oh, get the ball to Keelan. We say all the time, gets the ball to Keelan. Jatavian Sanders, we've been clamoring for Jatavian to have a monster game. I mean, Jatavian, I mean, he looked like every bit. He was like Kelsey Light out there, dominant. And once we got up to the 20-yard line in the red zone, Jatavian Sanders all of a sudden with Quinn Ewers under center was one of the most dangerous players in college football. Xavier, where they are best, quote, like our best like skill player outside of Bijan, three catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. And we won 49 nothing. It was so great to see offensively. And now I'm really, I'm really looking to see, and I want to get your guys' take to see how the defense responds to this shutout. Like, what defense do we see against a weak Iowa State offense? Dude, first and foremost, I know the Oklahoma fans eventually left, but I actually think they stayed longer considering really? how much of a blowout it was. And let's be real. Was that not the most epic Texas OU weather we've ever been in? It I was mean. insane. Game time, what, 80s maybe, 70s? Wow. It was stupid nice. But to follow it up, one of the biggest beatdowns, we beat the crap out of them. We went three and one during my years, but we never shut them out. We never beat them like they No one's done that since 65. Dude, since 65. And I want to point out one play when because you, you're talking about Quinn Ewers in this offense, what it means to it. Dude, rolling left throw over the defender to Bijan spinning in the air. Everybody around me and at my jaw dropped and I said, I don't think y'all got what just happened. There isn't a lot of NFL quarterbacks that can make that throw. And I'm being honest. Cooper yeah. Rush, he's balling. He can't make that throw. No. And, and, and it, it was stupid nice. So that dude is special. That game he was did special. The, he did the point, too. He told him he told him yeah. where to go. Like, no, dude, then, hey. You know who does that? The point. I'm going to throw it in crazy, insane, Mahomes. rolling left pass. That's a Rodgers and Mahomes thing the, right there. Those are the two I'm, guys that do that. Rodgers yeah. and Mahomes. Dude, yep. Rodgers, that's a Mahomes Rodgers level pass. And that's what I, th- I don't think a lot of people get. They, we kind of take it for granted. And plus, we haven't had a guy like him in a long time. But that one play was, I believe, before, sure. We've talked about it many times. But that throw, I was like, oh, crap. This dude is different. So it just adds to what a hell of a weekend. We always love beating a dr- Oh, man, I won so many bets. Fun bets. So many bets from my Sooners, who's been handing it to my ass for years. So I'm 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 pumped, as you can tell. I love beating the crap out of them. It was like, I mean, I keep saying this all week. It was a top five live thing I've ever been to in my entire life. Concert, anything. It was just, it was like an out-of-body exp- like everybody was high. Like all the like we got into a high five routine. 
I'd high five. I'd at a courtesy high five my parents. Turn to high five, you know, uh, some friends over there, and then I would go to the gentleman in front of me, and then I would follow up with a high five of his wife. Then I followed the. I would high five the guy with the AirPods, and I didn't really understand why he had AirPods in the game, nor did I question. <laughs> oh no, he had AirPods because he was listening to the radio, Craig Way. Probably okay. I, I didn't I know that for a long time. I never understood headphones and AirPods at a game. I was like, dude, what are you doing? That's and they're like, no, we're listening to you, fool. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, is it a little bit delayed? Yeah, a, a, a little bit. A actually, little bit. no, 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 no. It's actually before TV. Oh, TV wow. is the delay. Radio is live. So the TV production wow. is a little bit I know, delayed. I know Jason Bateman does the old school, put the earphones in at the Dodger game so he can hear. So he used to be able to hear Vince Scully when he was at the game. But Yeah, exactly uh, right. But yeah, yeah that's, man, that's that's high praise to you, Q. They want to they want to hear you live during the game. Those days are over. <laughs> but, but you can hear you can hear us a couple cocktails deep on a Wednesday. If that's where we've gone. <laughs> exactly. That's where we've gone now, and gladly so. So, um, so gents, right. what did y'all think? I mean, I again, I've rewatched it twice, and when I got back home and rewatched it, I was equally just fired up of yeah. some of the stuff I missed because Josh, you had it best. I was too busy high fiving everybody, mm-hmm. so. What was it like from Cali? I loved getting everyone involved. I think that's the most fun thing in the world when you see the third running back, the fourth running back, you know, the fifth receiver, you know, the walk-on getting a catch. I mean, obviously, we didn't have any walk-ons that got love during that game for the most part. Um, but getting your third-string quarterback in there, I love when we're able to do that, and especially in this game where it means so much to both of these teams. Looking back at Big 12 championship history, OU has won almost every single one since 2015. And then, of course, last year was Baylor. OU's not winning Big 12 this year. There's no chance. They can't do it. Yeah. I mean, they like they literally have to have help from everyone if that's the case. It's not going to happen. Texas Longhorns control their own destiny. They went out, they win the Big 12. Yeah. I For me, watching that game, it was a lot on our side offensively where it was beautiful to watch, but I felt like in my heart of hearts, I was like, I, I knew we could do this, you know, like it wasn't unexpected. It was expected, but I just had to see it to believe it. Like, and to reemphasize that, that I needed the imagery to actually happen in front of my eyes, as opposed to just in my head. Really though, like I was shocked to watch that Oklahoma offense and see what a shell of itself it had become since we've seen them the last four or five years. Like it was embarrassing, frankly, what they put out there, the lack of confidence that they clearly had in their quarterback or their multiple quarterbacks that they rolled out, which only one of them actually was a quarterback. Most of them were running (laughs) backs. Like I, I was like, this team's helpless. What can they do right now? We talked about it, Quan, on on the recap episode on Monday, but like outside of a couple of runs that they broke off in the first and second quarter, they they couldn't do anything. Anything. And our guys were getting after it, certainly, but like it was pathetic, frankly, from it really was to 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 piggyback that. Two things. When we even when we got up by 21, we saw we were at that game last year. I wasn't like comfortable. Even no, as no. much as we were dominating and the, the the fan, the OU fan, I said that was talking crap. That's what he said. He was like, who cares? Y'all were up 21 last year and we beat you. And I was like, man, it's kind of right. So one, 
that kind of breaking point was when he got that pick when they were driving. And I was like, Oh no, bro, this is a new year. Like it's, this is, this is a very freaking different year. And then the other piece, the excuse I'm hearing, well, we had our backup quarterback. Your backup quarterback came back and brought you back last year. They forget that Caleb Williams wasn't your starter. Now he was moving forward. So the backup quarterback excuse, we, we had our backup quarterback until that game. Our guy probably should have been rusty. He clearly was not because he's insanely special. But all the excuses I've heard, I don't give a damn because we beat the crap out of them. And yes, arguably the worst OU offense I've seen in the existence of Washington College football. Yeah, I mean, oh. they're, they're quarterback like... Our defense, yeah, they with a couple of the runs, they hit that fake field goal they had, you know. But when we had the interception on the Eric Gray jump pass, that turnover, when we came out in the second half and they still tried to, you know, run like a three running back set, like it's 1950. And, and like we knew what was coming, we adjusted, not that we really needed much adjustment and they didn't get anything going forward. It honestly got worse in a situation. When you're down by so much and there's no laws and you can really just, you know, go for anything and play with house money in a sense and, and just try everything you have in the wheelhouse, it got worse for them. It got well, less imaginative. To, to, to their defense, they actually tried everything in the first half. They ran about six, you know, the fake field goal. I mean, they, they tried a couple of, you know, reverse passes. They had none of, well, other than the fake field goal that by the hair of their chin and chin chin worked. None of the rest of it worked. They tried all of that. So I think, and this is why Venables is getting hammered this week. Dude, I think mid-third quarter, he threw in the white flag. Mm-hmm. This thing is done. I had a, I had like a, like a vision. I don't know if it was like just like got a little hotter. I was like, can you forfeit in college football? I literally thought that. Well, Todd, I'm serious. You were, telling me, you were telling me about another game. I think it Something was Syrac- Syracuse played an FCS school and they were up 49 nothing at half. And the coaches came together and agreed that in the third and fourth quarter, they were going to play 10-minute quarters instead of 15-minute quarters. And they actually did it. Both wow. coaches agreed to it. I was, and I was also happy. Yeah, and I was happy. Thank God, like we didn't see yours in the fourth. We didn't, Bijan was done. Yeah, done. High five in McConaughey but right a little before you got down there, Q. And like, good. Let, you know what? Let's bring that back. Let's bring that kind of style of fanhood back. Like, what's like, we had Lendale White, you know, in the studio the other day. He was hanging around. He's telling us how, you know, people used to come hang out with Matt Liner at lunch and they went to three <laughs> straight national championship games. Let, let's be, let's be that team. I'm I'm serious. There's so many big fans. Let's be that team. Let's, you know, be let's be a, not too cocky, but let's be a little cocky going into this Iowa State game and be confident and and know that we are a team. And if we could shut out OU, this Iowa State team can can barely put up points. Let's shut I them was out too. Literally about to say that here you just talked about how this is the worst Oklahoma offense you've seen in a long time. This Iowa State offense is not anything special either. Put up 9 points against Kansas State, put up 11 points against Kansas. Got 10 points in the win against Iowa earlier this year. I mean, that is bad. So, you know what? You touched on something about how crazy our fans was there. And I think it goes back to last year's game. I think our fans were pretty wild and crazy at that one, too. Nick, you went to Bama game. 
dude, our fans are a difference now. Oh, yeah. I, I, this is my question. Finally, too, right? I, finally. Dude, it was loud. Finally. It was, it was Again, loud we in there. won a lot of games, but we never really had a real home field advantage. Dude, it is real. That place was insane Saturday. The Bama game was insane. The West Virginia game was insane. What I want to talk about is, is it the humble pie that we've had for the last 10 years? What is new? What is different? Why? And it's a great thing, but why is it? It's our atmosphere is going back to what you heard, what Will Anderson said. Yep. It is next level. And I am loving every second of it. Personally, I think it's a combination of things, and I'll give my two cents on what I think it is. One, the hype. Of course, you have Quinn Ewers. He's a highly rated recruit coming to Texas. It means a lot. But also, Arch Manning on the way over here gets people even more fired up, right? That's just more fuel to the fire. Two, the humble pie you just mentioned. We're used to getting our butts whooped each and every year, and it's finally looking better and better. And three, I think it's something that people – always used to to rag on texas about is there was a lot of old fans season ticket holders that would just sit in their seats the whole game not stand up not cheer the guys who were in college a couple years ago 10 years ago 15 years ago they're starting to get older you know when they're still going to texas games and we want to bring that culture of what we what we witnessed and what we wanted texas to be so you know as the old school fans start to kind of you know tailor (laughs) off and get too old to go out in the sun in comes the new, and it's a new breed of fans. Yeah, I mean, it's you know what though. Here's what I, the hype. Think about how hyped we were. I mean, Q, you said it like over the was it over the winter or some? It was like some you know the it all blends together once you hit a certain age. The uh, you, you you said at one point this was the most invested you'd been in recruiting. You know, and I think for us too, kind of. Because we we wisened up and we saw across the board what these other big programs were doing. And look, not to say we, we recruited in the past. Like we recruited under Chuck Strong. We recruited under Herman. And unfortunately, they were unable to execute for one reason or another up to snuff. I think a lot of people saw Sark's offensive potential last year with a, without the right quarterback and what the offense put up into all the recruits we were getting when being the biggest fish we've gotten since VY subsequently followed by Arch Manning, the biggest fish since Quinn when VY, like these are three of the biggest guys you can get in the history of college football. And they're all going to done the burn orange as of now. And for me, like, you know, covering the team like we do. And as a fan, you can't help but be excited because now you're in the mix. You have a guy, you have guys you can talk about. That's what sport. I mean, look, sports by and large, why is the NBA, at least up front, kick so much ask? Ask because you can attach yourself to players. You know, I want you want to be able to attach yourself to guys. And the fan base can attach themselves to Quinn, who has that potential to be a number one pick type quarterback from what we've seen in the small sample size. They have their option to attach themselves to Bijan Robinson, like Bijan Dijon. People are going crazy for them. I, people like don't even like mustard as much as they do or are now eating mustard. You know, oh it's, people are squirting in their mouths every time we score. At the ball I we definitely, at. I did that during the tech game. A thousand percent did that. And I'm a 27 year old man. The <laughs> it's like, you can attach yourself to these guys. Like I was, I, we were talking about it the other day. Like, you, I don't know why, just like, you know, Vince going to Tennessee. 
and how the Texans passed up on him, like how much of a bonehead decision that was and what that could have done for their friend. Right. Right. I mean, you're right. his friend. Yeah. Like what that could have done for his friend, the franchise, like we stay still show that play every game. Like we want those guys. Like you want, you want the, you like they, like they sing that song, Django Walker sing. We need a new Django Walker song. We, we do. We need a new Jango Walker song. We need a part two, and we need new guys to come into the mix. And we've had a couple here and there, but not like this. And I think the fan base is buying into the hype of these players, and they're now and we're seeing them succeed. And now we saw them see, succeed by themselves. We're seeing them succeed together, which is just great. I think it's certainly, certainly the players. Everything you're saying, Josh. To me, outside looking in, and Quan, I'd love to get your opinion on this. Something is different with, with Sark at the helm than what we've had in the past. I saw during that, after that Texas game on Saturday, after that incredible win that we had, Casey Thompson tweeted out a very positive UT message. And to me, that's indicative of a guy last year who maybe wasn't the right guy talent-wise to quarterback the Texas Longhorns, but he enjoyed his experience and he went to Nebraska to further his chances to become an NFL quarterback, which I completely understand, but it wasn't like I'm leaving this place. Cause you're not the right fit for me. You weren't able to maximize my potential. I'm too big for my britches. See that guy in South Carolina, their quarterback who didn't, who's not working out for them. Yeah. And I think it's just, it has to do so much with Sark and the culture that he is creating with this team, with his guys that are in there, it, the other coaches in the locker room as well. Mama Sark, who's hugging all the guys before they get out there on the right. field. Like, it's it's everywhere. And like we just didn't feel it to me, it didn't, it didn't feel the same way with with Herman from like a personability standpoint and with with Chuck from a okay, is it is it transitioning to the field as well? Is the execution happening too? And yeah. we're four and two right now, and we feel like you know, the the comments are all. Yeah, but if we had had Quinn, we'd we'd be six and zero, right? If you go on right. Twitter, that's what you'll see everywhere. Oh, dude, Joel Klatt said tech. we'd be number one. He said if Quinn don't get hurt, we're the number one team in the country. Wow, that's Klatt. Yeah, that's not that's not yeah. us biased, folks. Me personally, I think we'd probably be number six, <laughs> but we'd hey, be in the top ten. Not a bad number. Well, because this <laughs> is the thing, we would beat Bama. Right. So uh, you yep. beat Bama, you 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 jump up pretty quick. I mean, we were oh, yeah. talking about we win, we're... we win this game, we win this game against Iowa State. We have as many wins as we did last year, and we're only six weeks into the season. So that's that is the right step forward from year one to year two. That's true progression right there. Yeah. And to your point, you you, you remember early on, it, go back to the spring game. We're doing a podcast and I was like, fellas, the hell with the game. The game is a game. It's, it's Texas won. But I said, even just the way they prepared for that, I said, there's something different in these players. And then you said it best. So. Love Charlie. Charlie's a great dude. Um, but he came in as the authoritarian to a certain degree. He needed to clean that place up. He's there's a little bit of truth to this. Social media is the worst thing on the planet. He's a little bit old school. Herman came in politically correct. It was dysfunction <laughs> and just not genuine. So when Sark came in with a plan, very genuine, had true. Stripes, I mean, he won a natty before he got here. He had humility. And he was just, again, his wife, she's there. That It feels like a family again. Mm -hmm. That's it in a nutshell. 
and, and, and it's from the top. You know, what we're doing with President Harsel, we, we go golf with him. You know, he, he invited many lettermen to the game. So that whole section we're sitting in, donors, admin, I mean, Jermichael Finley, Sloan Thomas, all these different guys. We're sitting there hanging Finley, out, baby. high-fiving, having a good time. It, the BBs are back in the freaking box. Yeah. From you know, the I top think also- down to the thing. Someone, I don't know who said it, maybe Josh, Kwan, you may have said it back in the past, but this is also Sark's second chance, right? It's his redemption. Yeah, chance. I was just it's thinking his, back on that. Yeah. His way to, to rebrand himself and rewrite the narrative on who he is as a head coach. And he's not going to squander that. You know, I mean, he, he, he's also been through a lot too. So, mm-hmm. you know, if someone hasn't been through something, it's a little suspicious. You know, not, not everyone's perfect. So um, all of the mistakes that he had in his past, add to his character now and you know it's it's making this program a more complete program and like you mentioned Quan just has that family environment yeah i mean look where they come from yeah look where they come from like you're saying what we're saying like sark we need sark and sark needs us type thing you know to kind of like to kind of boil it down that name that everybody was throwing out there but he was mac brown wasn't the name that everybody threw out there but mac brown was the perfect fit Mm -hmm. sark seems like the perfect fit and it's we're six games in yeah but how much different this year even feel from last year it's we're all in a good place <laughs> yeah, i mean like we were here last year where you know and we blew the ou game and it was complete opposite honestly of, of a feeling and the y'all, y'all mentioned herman and like herman comes from like the urban meyer ohio state where talk about dysfunction you know what i'm saying like it's just like all smoke and mirrors they're like yeah they're winning but like at what cost at certain at certain respects then you have a guy like Sark who gets a second chance really with Bama and sees how a program is supposed to be run, not just an efficient offense, how an efficient program is supposed to be run by the best. He's just the best to do it because like of this era, like this is like a hard era to really dominate, you know, with everything going on and, and no one really does it better than Saban. And then you have guys like, what's well, not poo poo Quinn sitting behind a, a CJ Stroud last year. Yeah, and and seeing Ryan Watts, also an Ohio State transfer, seeing how Ohio State plays, like Ohio State was a their season was a failure, as big of a failure as ours almost, and it was just because they lost to Michigan, really, and Oregon Week One, like, and there was like that just as much feeling of a failure, like that's the kind of that's yeah, and that's what we want to be, and having Quinn who was so hyped get a little bit of a humble pie. Yeah. You're the greatest things in the sliced bread, but guess what? You're not seeing the field because you have CJ Stroud in front of you. And guess what? He's going to be the number one overall pick potentially. And he just dropped th- six touchdowns in East Lansing last week. And it was like, as Toss was saying, we were all talking about the highs and he goes, dude, if you're saying anybody but CJ Stroud right now, you're crazy. Right. Like you sit behind this guy and you learn a thing or two. Well, so they, they, they runs a clean and really good program as well. Yeah. You know, he's seen it done right. He's seen our communication. I guess we've said it. Ohio State hadn't won a natty in a little bit, but they they're in the mix every single every year. year. Every, every year. single year. So to see that program and to bring what you learn, as I say, watching film over there, that demeanor, which by the way, the, the cat is funny because he's rocking this mullet, you know, business on the front, party on the back, but he is as mellow as I have seen. As a as a nineteen year old kid, like it is insane. Everybody else flying around doing this. His pocket present 
This dude is sliding around like a freaking 10 year vet. It is impressive. And I'm not on this fanboying. No, no, no. It, it, I've watched a lot of football in my day. He's doing stuff that Colt McCoy didn't do at that age. You and are I literally Colt's phenomenal. And he got yeah. better. Colt had happy feet his earlier days. He Quinn's that... like, hey, let me slide here. Let me move here. Let me boom. Let me hit him. Like it's it's impressive, man. He hit Jatavian across the middle of the field. And I knew as soon as he threw it that every NFL scout, every person on Twitter was going to oh. be like, Did you did you see the yeah, did you see the arm angle that he used on that throw? Because he staffed, he staffered yeah. it, right? He came off the side around the lineman. And I was just like, not forget what you just saw, or just recognize that what you just saw only happened once in college football today. And that guy did it because no yeah. other guy did it today. Yeah. And I yeah. don't want to say you're like, going to see those highlights like on his game tape when he gets drafted. You better. I mean, look, IQ, I'm, I was stoked. I was just like kind of itching my seat right now because hearing you say the things that you're realizing about Q, I was in the stands next to my old man who was the game with. And we're talking, he's just, my dad's like, he's never been to the OU game. It's his first OU game. Oh, and the, uh, right. And he's like, he's like beside, he's like, I thought he was going to put my mom on her shoulders. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> <That's awesome, laughs> you don't dude. have to carry him on my back. But you know what? Like he's just going on. I'm like, just I'm like, just watch how calm, cool, collective he is in the pocket from, from like a Casey to a Hudson to a case. You know, to a lot of guys outside of so Sam's kind of in his own realm of like, and he was there, by the way, too, after a crazy game, the lame game, sorry, on Thursday night. He was there. Bring him in, by the way, Colts. He was there and he's in a, a little league of his own in a sense. Yeah. But all these other guys are like, they're happy feet. There's, they're just, there's not, you don't have the same confidence when they step back. There's just an air about Quinn. Even if things like, even when the pressure was coming in, he never panicked. He either right. stepped up and made the throw, moved out of the way a little bit to the side and got it out. And even if he had to throw it away, like he always made outside that one interception, made the right decision. The ball slipped out of his hand on that one. You saw how wobbly I yeah. he didn't throw a wobbly ball all day, but that one. So it slipped out of his hand before you move on. Andrew Beck was there too. Showing, giving us some love too. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. guess that we love Beck. Beck's great, dude. He was there as well. Um, and it's just, you know, you could see why I think everyone should watch him next game. Watch how smooth he is in the pocket. That's like, we want to talk about the throws. That to me is the 10 year vet, like the Rogers, like Rogers. Every time you want, no matter what's going on around and no matter what the score is in the game, no matter what the clock is saying, Aaron Rogers is always smooth and calm. And that's why time and time again, he, he really executes when he by and large needs to. Well, that's because he's on some shrooms. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> have you, do you, you saw, stronger. you saw his, you saw Quinn's beard and mullet, bro. I mean, Lord knows, <laughs> Lord knows what he's on. Well, he's, he's on some, uh, some Sonic. Did you see that commercial he did with, with Xavier? They did like a, a dual partnership oh, they like, did. sponsor awesome. no. with, with Sonic. It was funny. It was funny. Uh, uh, real he's got, quick, he's got some uh, he's got some work to do in front of the camera, but he'll get there. <laughs> he'll get there. I mean, he's got to well, get that's there. That's the beauty of it. It's like you you can see his youth. I heard an interview the other day, and I was laughing. I was like, "Holy cow! This is not who was leading that offense." And it's not that it's bad. He's just young. He's like, "Oh, yeah. you know his kind of answers. They're they're good, but they're not polished." Whereas in when he's on the freaking field, the cat's like he's a six year vet. I mean, the, the even the anticipation, he's not throwing it to another 
let's give it Jordan Addison. If he's out there, he's been around. He wants, no, no, he's thrown it to another freshman. Mm -hmm. The anticipation on that Sanders throw and the trust and just his level of knowledge of the defense they're throwing at him. It's, it's next level. They throw a blitz at him. He throws it at where the guys came from. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's crazy, man. It's so freaking right. They're, They're mixing in some screens. I mean, it's, to your point, we talked about earlier the amount of guys he's throwing it to, but man, it's the stuff I'm seeing at this stage in his first ever season in college football, I laugh because I don't really care for a lot of the ratings BS. But if I'm thinking about who's been rated at his level, there's only three people. John, the Johnny Manzels of the world wasn't rated what Vince was or what Quinn was. And it's crazy, but I'm like, damn, okay, this is starting to make sense. Like, he's There's that good. A, it's he's... starting, it's like, okay, that, that's why the dude was rated like that. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. only getting better every game. Wait till they knock the dust off and continue to kind of grow in this offense. Yeah, that was his first game back from being injured. Like, we didn't think dude, we'd see him. Think about this. He played, he's now played two games and one series. Crazy crazy and we're already like we're already we're, we're already we're already pitching tents on the moon okay going into the iowa state game fellas i'll kick it off one thing you're excited about and really want to see from the team for me i think i said it before obviously i want to see the defense come in and carry over that shutout mentality because i think we can i think this is a talk about this is one of the worst oh you like you said nick offenses we've seen ditto with iowa state another thing a guy that we've all been jazzed about but haven't seen yet Julio billingsley back in the mix Let's go. Two tight end sets. I'm stoked about that. I want to see what we can do. And adding weapons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's me. Toss. Yeah. I want to see Jonathan Brooks get a touch in the third quarter because that means everything's going well. And then I just get to watch <laughs> that guy. I get to watch that guy run. I like and I, I'm this guy. He's he's special. Give it. Give it. That's our third year. guy. No. Forward. I know. I know. I know. That's how it should be. That's how we yeah. want to be. Right. Yeah, he, but like. When he gets his shot to be the guy, just just wait, just wait. You got some. You got some carries last game. I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. I would say um, keep Quinn healthy, of course. You know, don't allow up any sacks. Let that O line keep on building their confidence. Zero sacks. They they are a ferocious offensive line, and they're only getting better and better with confidence and game experience. Calvin Banks is a problem. He dude. might go number one overall whenever he gets a chance to get drafted. No, seriously, dude. He walked by me, and I was like, again, very similar to Quinn, but he has even more of a baby face. Him and JT Sanders. Not a like, baby body, I'll tell you that. No, neither. I was like, y'all's face look like you're 17 and 18, but you're twi- You're like four of me. Like, y'all's body <laughs> is next level. I, I, I told President Hart, so I was like, Look at that human being. That's yeah, what I said. He eats you. <laughs> I was like, holy cow. I literally, I was like, look at that human being. That man, that is a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, the one thing I will say about our offense really quickly, and then I'll let you go, Q. Um, our offensive efficiency points per, per, um, per drive is highest in the nation when Quinn is playing. Ohio State has the highest right now, and we have a higher points per drive than they do when Quinn is playing. Mind you, it's only been 10 quarters, right? Yeah. But that's next not even Not even 10 quarters. Nine, nine and three quarters. All right. Quarters. Mine is this. 
two things. One, we've talked about the fans. Don't be satisfied. Don't get complacent. Mm-hmm. Show up at 11 o'clock and have that place freaking rocking because it matters. And then someone called it the revenge tour. Know that Campbell's punk ass in Austin, or he said it two years ago, he said it last year, five-star culture versus five-star players. The level that freaking hair just set up on my neck, knocked their ass out, mm-hmm. beat them and let them know, hey, bro, this is actually where we are, where we are. Yeah, all these coaches that took advantage of when we were down, and we were. Yeah. I don't think, to be honest, I, you know, we're, talk about yourselves. You knew we were down. But you to throw out those little slide comments, be pissed off about it. I would have played it in the, in, in the South End Zone all week. I would have played it while you were practicing. His quote on repeat. And then go out there, be more physical like you were last week, and beat the brakes off of, out of him and embarrass him for his trip back to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Love it. Be that pissed off. Way to close it out. That's a great way to close it out. And we'll leave it at that, fellas. Q, Nick, Toss, Josh, horns up, talking Texas podcast. We'll see you after, a, hopefully, a big victory in Austin on Saturday. Get your horns up. Yes, sir. Hook them. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today. Use the promo code BELIEVE and get 50% off your first deposit. So whatever your first deposit is at betonline.ag, and you could bet on anything. Futures for MLB. NBA playoffs is right around the corner. Actually, it's here. It's upon us. Playing games start tonight. So go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get 50% off your first deposit. Thanks for joining us. We outcha. We love you. Fans out there, drag both feet about swinging a full counter up that puck at that putt. Hit your PKs because they free. Hit your free throws because they are free. Hook them. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.